Hello to our subscribers, our readers. We want to welcome you to a special edition of um, our weekly blog post. Today, we're not going to be doing the usual re uh, written work. We're going to be having a podcast. Um, and we are so, so excited to have this one person that all of us have wondered at the backs of our minds. How do we access these services? If at all, it's safe to access them. So here we are with Dr. Farai Maisha. He's a dentist and he's gonna tell us all the things we need to know, all the things we need to worry about, all the things we need to do concerning our teeth and pregnancy. So welcome Dr. Farai. Thank you so much. Uh, it's an honor to be here. We are thrilled to have you here because I'll tell you this, through my two pregnancies, the one thing I always wondered was, is there a relationship between my teeth and these babies? Am I going to end up toothless because of bringing humans into the world? So does that mean I should stop? Please help us, no. Dr. Farai, um, answer Look, the biggest question, the biggest elephant yes. in the room. Is there a relationship between our teeth and pregnancy? There is a relationship between pregnancy and certain conditions within the oral cavity. Okay? okay. And this relationship is predominantly uh, based on the fact that during pregnancy, you have excess hormones that you typically don't have when you're not pregnant. And these hormones then make the gums very sensitive to plaque. Now, plaque is the ordinary debris that builds up on our teeth after we eat. Okay. And okay. plaque is soft. Okay. But the gums become highly sensitive. To, to the presence of plaque that normally would not have been a problem. And you have people, um, um, pregnant ladies developing predominantly gum disease or what we typically call periodontitis. Okay. Okay. This is typically seen more so in the second trimester of pregnancy. Okay. Oh. We also find that there may be an increase in uh, dental decay. Mm -hmm. And uh, typically this is more related to the cravings that somebody has got. You start eating all sorts of things. Some people are craving chocolate, some are craving sugars, uh, they're drinking tea, and all this additional sugar and, uh, and um, things that you don't typically eat can lead to um, an increase in acids that then attack the teeth. Wow. So even those of us who eat soil? Uh, I've not heard of soil causing teeth to decay, <laughs> but you typically you're, you're probably craving more than just soil. You, you eat other things that you won't confess in public that you're eating them. Not at all. I had some very <laughs> weird cravings, <laughs> but um, I think also another thing I'd want to ask is um, mm -hmm. my, my particular issue was I used to, I couldn't brush my teeth a lot when I was pregnant mm -hmm. because um, mm -hmm. whenever I tried to do that, it would induce vomiting. And then I just said to myself, you know what, I'm not doing this. And my husband had issues with it. And I said, you know what, guy, you loved me, bad breath and all. So deal. Uh, is there well, some I, relationship I, I, there? I, I wish you had consulted because then if it, if it was the toothpaste that was irritating you, you could still brush your teeth and try and remove as much plaque as you can without toothpaste. Okay. You could use other things uh, you could use bicarbonate, uh, bicarb soda or mm -hmm. salt even. Anything really? just to brush away that plaque. Oh, so it's all in the plaque. It's all in the plaque that your gums start reacting to plaque due to the hormonal onslaught that's going on during pregnancy. Okay. The other thing that also happens is that uh, 
thank you for bringing up the vomiting issue is that a lot of women then start suffering from morning sickness. So mm-hmm. they are vomiting and bringing up stomach acids that typically would not have access to teeth. And it's yeah. the acids that help break down the enamel layer of the teeth. Hence, we see an increase in, oh. the, in, uh, in, the, in, in, in tooth decay as well. Okay. Well, that's quite interesting. And I had a lot of mm. that. Um, so tell me, what then should we do? to avoid, um, well, essentially, what, what, what oral hygiene practices should we get into in order to, to have, have good, healthy teeth and gums? Well, typically, your usual that we normally recommend, try and brush your teeth after every meal, okay? okay. Um, if you cannot use uh, toothpaste, use bicarb soda. Some people will say use salt. Use whatever you can that you're, you're, you can tolerate during pregnancy to scrub away at the teeth. Let me not use the word scrub. To brush away at the teeth so that you can remove that pluck layer that causes the irritation of the gums. Whenever you've had an, um, an episode of vomiting, it's imperative that you wash your, your mouth and try and rinse out that extra acid with water, salt water, whatever you can, whatever you can tolerate to reduce that acid um, the, the, the time of the time that the acid is exposed to your teeth. Okay. And the plaque as well. Yeah. And typically you can visit the dentist. Remember it, it's only certain procedures that we try and avoid during pregnancy, but okay. preventative procedures have no effect on the developing child. Oh, they have none. Yes. We've always heard no. the myths about, um, about visiting the dentist and how it might have an impact on your, on your pregnancy. And I think one of the biggest issues is, you know, a lot of the times you'll have to take x-rays of the mouth and as you're pregnant, yes. they say that x-rays and things like that are strictly forbidden. So what does that mean? X-rays, x-rays have, have the potential of, of, of interfering with the developing baby's uh, genetic makeup. Okay. And, and we might end up with babies being born with certain x-ray induced deformities. Okay. So that is primarily critical in the first trimester of your pregnancy when the, when the, when the fetus is rapidly growing and organs and systems and limbs are developing. Okay. Mm-hmm. But as we move into the second trimester, it's not recommended, but not as critical. And then what we also tend to find is a lot of the dental x-rays are very focused Okay. Uh, you have a cone that is going to come and specifically take an x-ray on the tooth itself. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it is highly recommended that you have a lead apron covering your stomach okay. so that any scatter of, of, of dental x-rays, does not, is, uh, it, the baby does not get exposed to that scatter. But again, I would still say, if you can avoid the dental x-ray, there's no need to have it during, during pregnancy. Okay. So is there something that we should change in our diet as well in order to, in order to have strengthened teeth? Because I also understand that um, they say when the baby needs whatever it needs, calcium or whatever, it draws from the mom. So yes. what does it mean um, in relation to our diet? Are there specific things we should focus on in order to have strengthened gums and teeth as well? Um, remember, a lot of our dietary calcium, we can actually get from vegetables. Okay. Right? Um, people will tell you drink milk, take cheese, take calcium supplements. I have no problems with people taking calcium supplements. But I think that a, a lot of us forget that the milk, uh, that the, 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 the cow that makes the milk is eating grass and getting its <laughs> calcium from, from, from the grass. So that why don't we just go straight to source? <laughs> yes. uh, and then a diet high, high in vegetables. 
<laughs> no, a diet high in vegetables yeah. also will lead to additional cleaning of plaque off your teeth because okay. of the fibrous nature of the diet. You get it? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yes. Watch your diet. Try and eat as many vegetables as you can. Brush your teeth as regularly as you can to remove plaque and so forth. And all the normal preventative measures. Avoid sugars. Uh, avoid sodas. Uh, chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, soil is quite okay. As far as I know. <laughs> Thank you. Another thing You're that so just welcome. popped into my mind. You know how pregnant yes. women typically we salivate mm-hmm. a lot. Yes. Is that also, does that also have the same impact? Although our saliva is more alkaline than our stomach acids, but does that also have an impact on our teeth? A good impact. Uh, saliva, keep in mind that saliva has got um, salivary salts that actually fight off uh, bad, uh, cavity-causing bacteria within your mouth. So saliva is a protective mechanism to the teeth. And yet so we spit it out. Well, <laughs> it depends on how much is being produced. And, and <laughs> True. I've never been pregnant myself. <laughs> no, I can't, no. I can't. God forbid. <laughs> God, exactly. <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to just highlight is uh, the question I was hoping you would ask me, do these dental conditions affect the baby? Yes. Right? There is a link between um, severe periodontal disease, uh, which is diseases of the supporting structures of the teeth, your gums, the bone that the tooth sits in, the periodontal ligament that holds the tooth and attaches it to the bone. Diseases affecting that, when it becomes severe during pregnancy, can, has been associated with um, preterm babies and babies being born with low birth weight. Okay. 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 So it is very critical that a pregnant mother makes sure that she does not have periodontal diseases because you never know when it's going to affect the baby. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm just using my, 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 my deductive reasoning here. Does it then mean that when she's suffering all of these things, it probably also affects the way she eats and probably then will have subsequent impact on the growing fetus? Yes, and also, also, also keeping in mind that uh, whatever is happening in the mouth, there might be a breach and you will get some bacteria circulating within our blood. Okay. So we actually do, don't know the link between, uh, as to how much, what it is exactly. But there has been found um, a link between uh, preterm babies and low birth weight babies in mothers with severe periodontal, uh, with, with, with a higher incidence of periodontal disease in their mouth. That is really good information to, to have. You know, thank you so much for that. So I wanted to finally, um, well, not really, as we are drawing to the end of, of our interview, is there a specific doctor, a specific dentist you can visit or any dentist is okay when you're pregnant? No, any your 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 normal family dentist is fine, okay. mm-hmm. but when you start getting uh, um, more aggressive periodontal disease, then you should move and see a specialist um, okay. who deals in oral health issues, and that's a that specialist is called a periodontist. Okay, remember it's periodontal disease, mm-hmm. so there's a periodontist, and fortunately we have one. Uh, in Zimbabwe, in Harare. I was about to ask. So, <laughs> there is one in Harare. Uh-huh. Um, and, and should you need his name, I would be more than happy to share with uh, people who need it. His name is Dr. Ronald Kumbawa. Okay. Oh, yes, I know him. Um, so yes. what, what, what I'm going to do after this is I'm going to transcribe our conversation and put details at the very bottom so that people are able to, to reach out and access. Um, yes. Then... 
I think in conclusion... Wait, you had asked one other question, what else you should do? And we had talked about eating vegetables yes. uh, to increase your vitamin C. Also, increase your vitamin D. Oh, yes. That's Could, sitting in the yeah, sun, right? Sitting in the sun? <laughs> just sitting in the sun, increase your, your vitamin D. That will also just help. Um, it's, it's actually amazing the benefits that making sure we have adequate vitamin supply does for our health. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. And I've seen a lot of within this time that we are, we, we really need to be strengthened and primed up on our immunity and all of that. Um, yeah. Then I wanted to ask, are there any particular questions or information we need to give our dentist when we visit them? Yes. When you, when you visit your dentist, it is imperative that you tell your dentist if you're expecting mm-hmm. and that you're pregnant and how many weeks or how many months down the line you are. Okay. Remember I said to you, in the first trimester, x-rays are a no-no. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Right? Um, in the second trimester, a lot of procedures uh, can be done. Okay? In the third trimester, again, mm-hmm. um, even just maybe local anesthetic and, 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 and stress and trauma might trigger off, um, induce early labor. Okay. So it is very important when it's not yet visible to let your dentist know that you're expecting. And then for just for you to also just have that information in case they want to take an x-ray. Query it. Is this really necessary at this stage of development of my baby? Okay. And uh, are you going to cover me with a lead apron? Is it a, a, a panoramic x-ray or an intraoral x-ray? The panoramic x-ray, you have a lot more scatter. The mm-hmm. intraoral x-ray is the one that is focused. It's very local. It has a cone that actually comes and, and you know, will, the, the x-rays are within a cone and specific to a particular area. Okay. As opposed to a general um, panoramic x-ray. That is a lot of good information to have. And I think that the issue that we all struggle with is what are, what, what are our rights? What should we mm-hmm. ask? And what should or should not be done on us? Because there's not a lot of conversation that happens between um, service provider and, and client most of the time. So being informed. Well, information if- information is, 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 is one of those rights that you really need. And then yeah. always keep in mind, the dentist should not do anything in your mouth or on your body that you have not given consent. You yeah, exactly. have to give consent. Yeah. So you should know. You have to give consent. And, uh, but having said that, uh, I've had patients come to me and say they have a dental abscess and they're mm-hmm. eight months pregnant. And then they say to me, can I wait until the baby is born? And I, and I find that weird because the dental abscess is an infection. And wh- why do you want to keep an infection so- with, with toxins circulating in your body that yeah. could damage the baby, you know? There are certain procedures that have to be taken care of. It's just the additional care that mm-hmm. the dentist must exercise to make sure that he doesn't, um, he doesn't bring you into early labor or do something to, 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 to damage the baby. Yeah, so it goes back to that issue of being informed and, be, and knowing yeah. what your rights are. And I think all this exactly. that we've been discussing, understanding the risks and understanding mm-hmm. um, what it is we need to do to prevent um, some of these conditions from happening. This has been mm-hmm. so, so amazing. Uh, do you have any last words? I am, I am floored. Last I'm, words, last words for, 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 pre, for, for expectant mothers out there is yes. prevention, prevention, prevention. Amazing. If plaque is going to be a problem, if you are brushing your teeth three times a day, increase it to four, five, six times a day. Every time you eat, try and make sure you brush your teeth and there's no buildup of plaque on your teeth. It's the hormones 
and the plaque, um, ex uh, additional plaque or normal plaque on your gums that triggers off a cascade of events that may, can make your pregnancy quite traumatic. Uh, I'll tell you a little anecdote. I had a patient who came in to get braces mm -hmm. and um, she got her braces and a couple of months later she fell pregnant. Okay. And braces by their very nature trap food when you eat. Yes. And no matter how hard she brushed, she developed a pregnancy epulis, which is just a boil on her gum that just, and sadly for her, it was at the front. So it was constantly visible. Shame. And, uh, no, and so she would come in and would clean and would do, <laughs> eventually we had to cut it off and it grew back on, but she oh. didn't want to get her braces taken off. Oh but my gosh, she was You fun. see her now, she has an wow. Now she has what? A beautiful smile and a healthy baby. Ah, we thank, we thank God for this. Exactly, we thank God for that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thank you so yeah. much, Dr. Maesha. You're we, most welcome. This You're was welcome. an amazing interview. I am so informed. Um, I mm -hmm. was thinking maybe, you know, not to have another because my teeth are going crazy. But now that I know that salt can do the brushing, I might yeah. contemplate it, you know? No, you should contemplate it. And there, we know a Remember go -go that. I know a gogo -go who'd be very happy. And you'd be fulfilling the first command that God gave to mankind. <laughs> Multiply and fill the earth. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So um, yeah. we we'll have you back talking about postnatal. No problem. Anytime. Uh, or, My pleasure. Or anytime. Hygiene, yes. So we're so thankful. Okay. And um, okay. to our listeners, we'll be sharing, um, we'll be writing a whole transcript of this, of this interview and then sharing the details within the blog. Thank you so much, Dr. Farai. Take care. You're welcome. Bye. You too. <laughs> All right, bye.